0: Most kids resent a dad who's constantly pushing them. Let's go. But not Rick Hoyt. We can do this. For years, Rick has been
1: pushed, pulled, and carried by his dad, and he loves it. Here they come! That's because Rick, a wheelchair quadriplegic since birth, and his father, Dick, together have competed in over 65 marathons. So when you see Dick Hoyt pushing his son around, you're witnessing extraordinary devotion. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com.
2: A few words for a successful life. Always ask why.
1: Why? Tell the truth. All the time. Why? Write thank you notes. Eat right, sleep right. And exercise. If you don't like your job, change it. Why? Be creative every day. Take a fun trip. You don't always have to do things fast. These motivating thoughts from Randy Pausch's last lecture remind each of us to live our dreams. Can I go now? My dog wants to play. Oh yeah. Play with your dog. And with your kids. Motivation. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more.
3: Gaps in campaign rules allow politicians to spread images and messaging generated by increasingly powerful artificial intelligence technology. In Toronto, a candidate in this week's mayoral election who vows to clear homeless encampments released a set of campaign promises illustrated by artificial intelligence, including fake dystopian images of people camped out on a downtown street and a fabricated image of tents set up in a park dot in New Zealand. A political party posted a realistic-looking rendering on Instagram of fake robbers rampaging through a jewelry shop dot in Chicago. The runner-up in the mayoral vote in April complained that a Twitter account masquerading as a news outlet had used AI to clone his voice in a way that suggested he condoned police brutality. What began a few months ago as a slow drip of fundraising emails and promotional images composed by AI for political campaigns has turned into a steady stream of campaign materials created by the technology. Rewriting the political playbook for democratic elections around the world. Increasingly, political consultants, election researchers and lawmakers say setting up new guardrails, such as legislation reining in synthetically generated ads, should be an urgent priority. Existing defenses, such as social media rules and services that claim to detect AI content, have failed to do much to slow the tide. As the 2024 US presidential race starts to heat up, some of the campaigns are already testing the technology. The Republican National Committee released a video with artificially generated images of doomsday scenarios after President Biden announced his re-election bid, while Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida posted fake images of former President Donald J. Trump with Dr. Anthony Fauci, the former health official. The Democratic Party experimented with fundraising messages drafted by artificial intelligence in the spring and found that they were often more effective at encouraging engagement and donations than copywritten entirely by humans. Some politicians see artificial intelligence as a way to help reduce campaign costs by using it to create instant responses to debate questions or attack ads, or to analyze data that might otherwise require expensive experts. At the same time, the technology has the potential to spread disinformation to a wide audience. An unflattering fake video, an email blast full of false narratives turned out by computer or a fabricated image of urban decay can reinforce prejudices and widen the partisan divide by showing voters what they expect to see, experts say. The technology is already far more powerful than manual manipulation, not perfect, but fast-improving and easy to learn. In May, the chief executive of OpenAI, Sam Altman, whose company helped kick off an artificial intelligence boom last year with its popular chat GPT chatbot, told a Senate subcommittee that he was nervous about election season. Representative Yvette D. Clark, a Democrat from New York, said in a statement last month that the 2024 election cycle is poised to be the first election where AI-generated content is prevalent. She and other congressional Democrats, including Senator Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota, have introduced legislation that would require political ads that used artificially generated material to carry a disclaimer. A similar bill in Washington state was recently signed into law. The American Association of Political Consultants recently condemned the use of deepfake content in political campaigns as a violation of its ethics code. People are going to be tempted to push the envelope and see where they can take things, said Larry Huin, the group's incoming president. As with any tool, there can be bad uses and bad actions, using them to lie to voters, to mislead voters, to create a belief in something that doesn't exist. The technology's recent intrusion into politics came as a surprise. In Toronto, a city that supports a thriving ecosystem of artificial intelligence research and startups. The mayoral election takes place on Monday. A conservative candidate in the race, Anthony Fury, the former news columnist, recently laid out his platform in a document that was dozens of pages long and filled with synthetically generated content to help him make his staff on crime position. A closer look clearly showed that many of the images were not real. One laboratory scene featured scientists who looked like alien blobs. A woman in another rendering wore a pin on her cardigan with illegible lettering, similar markings appeared in an image of caution tape at a construction site. Mr. Fury's campaign also used a synthetic portrait of a seated woman with two arms crossed and a third arm touching her chin. The other candidates mind that image for laughs in a debate this month as we are actually using real pictures, said Josh Matlow.
0: Buffalo Bill safety Jordan Poyer cancelled his annual golf charity event Saturday, he announced on Instagram after several teams and sponsors pulled out of the event the reasoning for the sudden issue he said was due to the event's location dot poyer's charity event was set to take place next month at trump national doral golf club in south florida which is owned by former president donald trump it's unclear how many sponsors or teams actually withdrew from the tournament the event according to the buffalo news was set to benefit the ecmc foundation Poyer described them as a big sponsor, but the group said they were just the beneficiary of the event. This is not the first time that Trump has lost golf events at his courses. The PGA of America cut ties with Trump and moved the 2022 PGA Championship away from his Bedminster, New Jersey, course after the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. The R&A said earlier this month that it wouldn't host a British Open at Trump's Turnberry Golf Resort in Scotland while he owns it, too, something he's long strived for. Turnberry last hosted the British Open in 2009, about five years before Trump purchased the course. Trump's courses have hosted multiple LIV golf events, Poyer had 63 total tackles and four interceptions in 12 games with the Bills last season, his 10th in the league. The 32-year-old signed a new two-year, $12.5 million deal with the team earlier this offseason.
2: I've talked a lot about high-tech solutions to climate change, but there are plenty of solutions that leverage our natural resources, like forest preservation, bioplastics, and carbon-sucking algae. But the most obvious low-tech way to reduce emissions might be changing our diets. Food accounts for around 25-30% to 30% of our greenhouse gas emissions. Now don't worry, I'm not going to try to convince you to survive on tofu smoothies and protein vapor. I love food, and I don't want to live in a world where I can't eat a deep-fried Oreo and immediately regret it. But modern farming generates emissions in all sorts of ways, like land use, fertilizer production, transportation, and famously, cow burps. So, if we're going to get serious about bringing down emissions, we'll need to make some big adjustments. At the individual level, one of the most impactful choices we can make is to eat less meat. 14.5% of our total emissions come from livestock alone. That's around seven times the emissions from air travel. The world produces around 360 million tons of meat a year that requires slaughtering over 70 billion animals. Now if that makes you uncomfortable because you've completely dissociated where your food comes from, you can throw on some camo, grab a hunting knife and truly embrace your inner carnivore. Or you can substitute animal meat with plant-based meat. It's usually a combination of soy or pea protein and it's gone from being a novelty to being everywhere. Impossible Burger and Beyond Burger have exploded in popularity. Burger King has announced plans to roll out its Impossible Whopper, the McPlant. It's a plant based vegetarian patty co developed with Beyond Meat. Sales of plant based meat grew 53% in 2020. Products expanded into pork, bacon, and chicken. I mean, these things actually tasted good. People liked them. Cows were giving each other high hooves. The future was here. And then, suddenly, It stopped. Growth dropped to 1% in 2021, and in 2022, sales actually started declining. So what happened? Why hasn't plant-based meat broken through? Well, it could partly be due to economics. Recent inflation could make it a tougher sell with flexitarians, semi-vegetarians who I guess like to show off their biceps. But the biggest hurdle might not be economic. Our eating habits are deeply ingrained in our culture. Change is uncomfortable. And when it comes to certain people in America, this particular change makes them very uncomfortable. Now Cracker Barrel's new meatless sausage patty is creating quite the online debate. The online announcement was flooded with comments. One person even commenting, quote, don't ever try to push that crap in my direction. Sorry I didn't give you a trigger warning before showing those. If you're feeling faint, you can try to hold some beef jerky under your nose like smelling salts. Look, part of the issue here is obviously cultural, right? Most of us have been brought up to see meat as a critical part of our diet. We've been socialized to think that we couldn't possibly live without it. And of course, that culture has been shaped and encouraged by businesses and lobbyists that make money off of meat and ignore the fact that we've had thousands of years of civilizations that have been vegetarian. All that PR makes a real difference. A recent study by Deloitte found that regardless of the facts, many people don't even believe that plant-based meat is healthier or more sustainable than animal meat. At the end of the day, whether any meat alternative prevails will come down to time and money. The EV revolution shows that a cool new product can spark change, but doesn't happen overnight. Electric vehicles were around for a century before they really caught on. Hopefully it doesn't take that long for plant-based meats, and if their price relative to animal meat drops, we could see a huge spike in demand and the huh, angry cracker barrel diehards in the coming years. Of course, meat isn't the only food deeply ingrained in our culture that turned out to have a negative impact on the climate. Another one is palm oil. Palm oil is cheap, versatile, and in thousands of everyday products. It's also a major driver of deforestation, which is a major driver of climate change. Our team traveled to Indonesia to try to understand the challenges of producing palm oil in a sustainable way. We also spoke to scientists in the UK working on alternative climate-friendly substitutes, but not on the same day. They're really far apart.